Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Beef Up Front podcast here on PickSwap Media. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined by Kevin Cannon tonight for season three now of our weekly show during the NFL season, NFL Big Five Games of the Week. We'll be breaking down the best five games on the NFL schedule. And then this year as well, we included, uh, we're going to be giving out an upset special, which can be one of your games from the five games of the week or just another game on the schedule for the week. And then as well as your best bet, the best uh, pick against the spread or total points that you're feeling uh, about that upcoming week. So we're going to be including some gambling talk as well as just our five normal straight up picks. But welcome back to the show, Kevin. And how are you? Good. It's hard to believe it's year three already. Excited to get back, though. We've had some some really good success over the past two years with our straight-up picks. It's going to be cool to kind of keep uh, up to tabs with our picks against the spread and our total as well. But we have uh, five really good games to start off start off the week. Um, as we get into the later part of the season and we kind of get some playoff, uh, playoff uh, implications on the line, I guess you could say, as well as like the holidays, we, we'll include a few extra games that we'll be talking about each week. But for now, for the, these first few weeks, we're just going to be having our, our normal five stick to the show name. And, and we're going to start it off with maybe the best game of all of week one. That's Thursday night football opening night. We got Bills at Rams, 820 kickoff on NBC. Bills come in as a two and a half point favorite with the over under being 53. What are your thoughts on this game, Kev? I'm super excited for this game. Been waiting all offseason. This is a great Thursday night game to get everyone ready for the season. I had the Bills coming in 27. Rams 17. Bills come in to play and put the league on notice, taking care of the defending champs pretty easily. I think the McVay Rams lose an edge this year after getting the title last year and have a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover. Whitworth retired. OBJ is still a free agent, and Stafford's been injured all season. And Von Miller is now on the opponent, the Bills. I think the Bills have constructed a roster with very few holes in it, and the Bills come out hot, and the Rams stumble out of the gate. Yeah, I'm with you as well. So you got the uh, Bills minus two and a half, and then you're taking under 53. I'm going to take Bills minus two and a half and over 53 with the Bills winning this one 31-27. And what it's going to shape up, I think, to be a great first game of the season. Feels really good good to be back and, and going to have some NF, real NFL football on the screen. Um, Josh Allen and the Bills, I think, still have a poor taste in their mouth from that overtime playoff loss to the Chiefs where they were 13 seconds away from going back to the AFC title game and they kind of collapsed there at the end. And then we saw a loss in overtime and the Rams are going to be feeling good riding high coming off that Super Bowl title. Their banner will be unveiled before the game. So this is a really good game to start off the year. The Bills come into the season as the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. And Josh Allen is the favorite for MVP. I think this team is going to be on a mission this year and is trying to dominate each and every week. They're going to kind of have that no mercy mentality in my eyes. Um, Stafford has been dealing with that elbow injury like you touched on this offseason. So that worries me a little bit about his condition that he's going to be playing in. I think Josh Allen and new running back, uh, third-round pick out of Georgia, James Cook, are going to make some plays in this one to go into L.A. and ruin that little Super Bowl party. So we both like Bills minus 2.5. I'm going to take the over, though. You're going to take the under. Second game of the week, an NFC North battle between two teams that uh, are, have a lot of playoff expectations around the league this year. And that's a Green Bay Packers traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings, 425 on Fox. Packers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite with the total being 48. I got the Packers winning 30, Vikings 24, so I got Packers minus one-and-a-half and the over of 54 hidden. I really wanted to pick the Vikings here because I think they could be a very good team this year, but I think that'll come further down the line as Kevin O'Connell figures things out his first year as a head coach. 
The Packers still have Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur calling plays for him, which is always a great duo for them. The Packers also have a pretty stout defense that can carry some of the load, and it's not all on Rodgers' shoulders. And he has weapons in the backfield with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon that can also take pressure off of him. The Packers are noticeably not the same without Devontae Adams, I think, this game and this whole year, but they're still good enough here against a rookie head coach in his first game. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I got them winning this big week one matchup, 31-28. So I like plus one and a half, and then the over of 48 there. Um, I'm just a little bit nervous going into this year with this Packers team without Devontae Adams. I know Rodgers is still there. LaFleur has proven to be a really good head coach during his first two years in the league. But I think the Vikings win the NFC North this year, and I think this is kind of the statement game that this is going to be their division to lose this season. I'm very interested to see, though, what this Packers offense looks like post-Devontae Adams after relying on him for so many years. And over the past two years, he was setting all kinds of uh, different receiving records. So rookie receivers Christian Watson and Romeo Dubes appear ready to play some big roles for this team. It sounded like Alan Lazard might be out week one as well. So really interested to see what this passing game is going to look like. It's going to be good with Rodgers in it no matter what. It's kind of just who is going to step up. We'll talk about that with the same scenario as the Chiefs later in the show. Um, but I'm really high on the Vikings this year with O'Connell leading this group of really talented offensive playmakers. Um, I think this is a, a good opportunity to come out and make a statement. I'm a little bit worried about the Vikings offensive line. I'm really high on the Packers defense. Being able to block that front I think is going to be a challenge. But I think we see a lot of points in this one. And the Vikings' new pass-first kind of offense that they're going to roll out this year, in my opinion, leads to a, another big day for Justin Jefferson and an impressive week one home win. So, Vikings plus one and a half and over 48 for me. Third game of the week in AFC West, another good divisional battle. We got Raiders at the Chargers, 425 on CBS. Chargers come in as three-point favorites with the over-under set at 52. I'm super excited for this game. I think this could be a really great game. I got Raiders 31, Chargers 30, Raiders plus three, the over of 52. Derek Carr is a clutch QB, and he shows it here with a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. There's no distractions in Vegas this year, and they have added Devontae Adams, who we were just talking about in the last game. The Raiders made the playoffs last year, and the Chargers did not, and I think there's a couple of reasons for that. And The Chargers have had a great offseason and added a talent, especially on the defensive side, one of those names being J.C. Jackson, the Pats. Now they're starting cornerback, but he may not be able to go this week after having ankle surgery. And even if he is able to, I think the trio of Waller, Adams, and Renfro will give the secondary fits, and every secondary fits this whole year. Hopefully Herbert continues to his progression to a, the elite status of the NFL, but I think the Raiders win here week one. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I feel like i got to pick them. They've been the team I've been all over with the 49ers as well this offseason. I got the Chargers winning the Super Bowl. I got Justin Herbert winning MVP. So I feel like i got to pick them to start it off. I think this is going to be an awesome game, though. I'm going Chargers 38, Raiders 34. So Chargers cover that three and the over 52 hits. I think this has a good chance to be the highest scoring game of the week. In my opinion, the AFC West is going to be the best division in the NFL this year. And I think there's a chance that we could see like Mahomes, Herbert, Russ, and Derek Carr, four of the top five passers in, in terms of passing yards in the league this year. I think we're going to see a lot of shootouts, a lot of games come down to the last possession in the fourth quarter in this division. I got to go with the Chargers at home, though. I'm a little worried about the secondary if J.C. Jackson can't go. Like you were saying, Kevin, facing that trio of Adams, Waller, and Renfro is going to be a mismatch all year. And especially week one, that's going to be a, a tough group to kind of game plan for they, that we've never seen them uh, out in the field together. So 
I think we're going to see two elite off offenses in a high-level shootout this week, but Herbert leads a late touchdown drive to give the Chargers a win in the game. I'm looking forward to most this weekend. So 1-0 start for my Super Bowl team. Uh, Chargers minus three and then over 52. Fourth game of the week, we have an AFC West and an NFC West battle now. We got the Chiefs at the Cardinals, 425 on CBS. Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites, over-under 53-and-a-half. I got the Chiefs winning pretty handily, 30 to the Cardinal 20. So the Chiefs cover that four and a half point spread, but the under hits at 53 and a half. Kyler Murray has a tough game after his massive new deal this offseason. Mahomes and company show that they can still move the ball effectively, even without losing Tyreek Hill. And I think a lot of that comes down to their offensive line, which has been upgraded, and they still have Andy Reid calling the plays for him. And Mahomes, obviously, is just one of the best quarterbacks the game's ever seen. The O-line protects Mahomes as he breaks in his new weapons, Juju and Valdez-Scantlin. They also still have Travis Kelsey, and I just think the Cardinals look out of their league and a little bit lost against the Chiefs here. Yeah, I agree as well. I really like the Chiefs in this one, and I like them to cover with with a pretty convincing win. I got them winning 30-10, to 10, so I'm taking Chiefs minus 4.5, under 53.5. A team that I've been really high on the past few years has been the Cardinals. I, I was a fan of kind of their progression and what they were starting to build there. But now I'm really low on this team, and I think they're going in the opposite direction with Cliff and Kyler leading the way for them. I think a disastrous season's upon us in Arizona, and I think it starts here with an ass-kicking from the Chiefs in week one. Uh, Kyler is much worse when you look at his him statistically towards the end of the season, but also especially without DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup for, for obvious reasons, but still. He's not going to be playing on Sunday due to his suspension. So I don't have much belief in them being able to get a, a win here against one of the NFL's best teams in the Chiefs. Mahomes is also going to be on the field for the first time since that Tyree kill trade. So um, I'm really interested, like I was saying, with Devontae Adams' situation uh, with Green Bay and then also seeing him with, with his new team with the Raiders. This is another interesting spot to see who replaces and who kind of fills in that Tyreek Hill role. I don't think anyone is – one single player is going to do that, but a collective effort, I think they'll have a pretty good time with that. Um, they still have the clear advantage at quarterback, head coach, and they have the best offensive skill player on the field in this one with Travis Kelsey. That's enough for me to, to have a statement win by the Chiefs and a sign of things to come in Arizona this year. So Chiefs minus 4.5, under 53.5. I almost made that Chiefs, Chiefs pick my best bet, uh, but I think I'm definitely going to th throw some money down on that one this week. And then our fifth game of the week, we go to Dallas for Bucks at Cowboys 820 on NBC, the Sunday night football game this week. Bucks minus one and a half, and the over-under is 50. I got the Bucks winning 30, Cowboys 21. The Bucks cover the minus one and a half and the over of 50 hits. I struggled with this game a lot because I could see it going either way, but I'm gonna go with Tom Brady here. The Cowboys had a little bit of a lackluster offseason and begin the season trying to figure out their identity, whether it's passing with Dak, rushing out of the backfield, and then rushing with who out of the backfield, whether it's Zeke or Tony Pollard. The Bucks also had an interesting offseason with their QB retiring, and he also missed two weeks in camp for really reasons at this point. Their Super Bowl winning head coach also shockingly retired, and their O-line lost some key contributors contributors after everything the bucks have tom brady and a bunch of weapons and a very talented defense so i think the bucks win this one as the cowboys need to figure things out quickly because they also have a very tough schedule to open the season i'm with you on bucks minus one and a half i really like that play i'm going to take the under of 50 though you have over just slightly uh, but this game is it's a real mystery to me I, i'm not i don't know what to expect out of both teams 
coming into the year because, like you were saying, Kevin, some pretty wild offseason. I was really high on the Bucs um, as they probably have the most talented roster from top to bottom in the NFL, but we've seen a lot of injuries on the offensive line uh, with Brady's two starting guards from last year being gone, center Torres ACL, and then you you said it yourself, Kevin, it's been a, a bit of a weird scenario with what his, his whole deal has been this offseason, missing time at camp, retiring, so – I'm not sure what we're going to see out of the Bucs this year, but still much more talented roster, in my opinion. The Cowboys lost a lot this offseason as well. Lyle Collins gone, Amari Cooper gone, Michael Gallup still out, Tyron Smith out for the season pretty much as well. I think this year we're going to see really how good Dak is and what he does with a supporting cast that isn't as good as he's had in years past. So Brady has an insane receiving corps to work with, and that sounds and it sounds like Chris Godwin's going to be Good to go, meaning Evans, Godwin, Gage, and Julio will all be options in the passing game for Tom Brady. And the Cowboys, in my opinion, don't have enough to cover cover that on the back end. So that's why I like Tampa in week one, and I could see this being a, a double-digit win by, by Tampa Bay at the end of the day. Now that we're done with our big five games of the week, we'll get into our upset special now. So the upset special is an underdog who can win outright. Uh, we both had a few underdogs in, in our picks, but we're, we went a little – uh, out of the box for these picks as well. So what what do you like for this one, Kevin? I got the Steelers over the Bengals. Bengals are currently minus six and a half point favorites. I'm not that high on the Bengals. I know they had a great magical run last year, but I think they might have caught a little lightning in the bottle and have a little bit of a hangover this year. And the Steelers are always just a really competitive team under Mike Tomlin, stingy defense. And now they have Mitch, their QB, who is capable of just controlling the game a little bit better than Big Ben did, so I got the Steelers there. Yeah, I, I'm i not that high on that pick. That's one um, I, I could see going either way. I, I do like the Steelers to cover that one. Uh, six and a half, I think, is a pretty big number for a divisional game, especially with uh, we don't really know what we're going to be getting out of out of the Steelers this year. I think it's they're a, a team that wouldn't surprise me if they found a way to go nine and eight, ten and seven, sneak into the back end of the playoffs, or if they were like a four or five win team. So they're they're a team I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on this year. My upset special though for this week, I'm taking the Texans over the Colts. Colts are an eight point favorite. Saw a stat earlier. I don't know if they'll they'll win outright, but covering the spread home home dogs in a division game over the past two years, I believe, have covered 70% of the time. So this is a, a nice pick here if you're looking maybe just for an underdog against the spread. Um, but when you look at week one from last year, there is a bunch of games where it was kind of just a surprise, a surprise team, like a team that you didn't think had a chance at winning at all. Like last year, the Vikings lost to the Bengals. We kind of saw the Bengals become a good team. Uh, the Packers got absolutely destroyed by the Saints, like 38-3. Week one, there's going to be a few surprising games. There always is. So I, I like the Texans over the Colts in this one. Colts bringing in a new quarterback. Texans kind of have a lot a lot more familiarity, I think, with the team than, than they did last year. So maybe th this is a good game, first game with the Lovey Smith era, Davis Mills second year. If they want to be one of the more surprised teams in the league this year, which I don't think they will. I have them only winning like four games, but I think this is a good chance to get get your season started off on the right foot with a win over a division rival at home. Um, that that's one I'm definitely keeping an eye on, and I, and I think I might throw a little coin down on as well. When we go to our best bet now, so that's our most confident pick of the week against the spread or the total. Uh, what do you like for that one, Kev? So we both talked about this in our top five games of the week, and I think we're both going to be putting some money on this. Chiefs minus three and a half over Cardinals. I kind of went into it all as you did. And I think the Chiefs are going to handle the Cardinals very easily. 
Yeah, I, 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 we talked about we touched on that one already. I, I'm really big on that Chiefs one. I had it at four and a half. It might have moved down to three and a half by now. So see what number you can get on that. But we both had them winning convincingly. My best bet is going to be Broncos minus six. The first game uh, they're against. Uh, of the season on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks. Russ's first game back in Seattle. I don't think he's going to go in there and take it easy on them by any means. And I think the Seahawks are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. And they get to start off their season with Geno Smith playing against a Denver defense. It's probably one of the top 10 units in the league. A really good pass rush going up against a young offensive line and really strong secondary going against two good receivers in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. But we'll see how good really they can be with Russell Wilson out and Geno Smith in. So really like the Broncos to win that one. And I like the the Seahawks to have a, a real struggle on offense. I, my prediction for that game was 31-10 uh, Broncos. So I, I like the Broncos there, minus six. That's my favorite pick of the week. But that'll do it for week one for NFL Big Five Games of the Week. We'll be bringing you this show. Hopefully every Wednesday we're able to get this out, maybe Thursday if Thursday night game is on, on one of our uh, Big Five Games of the Week or in our best bet or upset special discussion. But anything else, Kev, before we head out? Yeah, I did just look. I'm on DraftKings, and the line on DraftKings has jumped up. Chiefs minus six. Jeez, that's some pretty crazy movement. Uh, and once this show gets out, they'll probably be putting more on it. So uh, that'll be it, though, for this week. We will talk to you guys next week.